everyone. Welcome to episode six of Not Quite Cinema, where we talk to movies and shows that grab our eyes, turn off our brains, make a few folks out there say, that is not quite cinema. Jeremy, I had to do the intro really fast because I'm very excited to talk about something and share my thoughts on the Boba Fett series. Do you want to hop right into it? I'll let you I'll let you start off and so I'll bounce off of you. All right. So okay. go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just let, let's let's give a little, you know, itinerary here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk Boba Fett series wrap up. We got our finale this week. Uh, episode seven of Peacemaker. Um, we are doing a little uh, countdown here, Ben, uh, of the Batman movies leading up to uh, I believe it's March third or fourth that Batman comes out. Um, so super exciting. This uh, this week we've got the Michael Keaton films. Let's go. Michael Keaton, really excited. Um, and then we've got our Oscar nominations. But yeah, we can we can start with Boba Fett. Uh, for me, I don't know. This kind of fell a little short. Um, I wasn't really, and I think this goes into like an expectations game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting like a huge amount, but honestly, it was the same issue with like the speed bike chase that we saw earlier. Oh, yeah. It just, the fight moved so slow, so slow, like the entire time. That was my biggest issue with this episode. How, how did you feel about the finale? My biggest issue is that it was bad. No, 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 no I'm, just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, I, I I felt like the like God I felt that it was really sluggish. Yeah. Like I it was like I was expect, I I don't want to say it's like my expectations like kind of hindered my uh, enjoyment of the episode. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'd expect something, but it's it was just so sluggish and yeah. slow at the beginning, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh my God, all this stuff has to happen, and then. They do it in like a way that's just like, oh, it just happened. It's boring. Yeah, it's boring. They they don't really. Okay, they they really just ignore the parts that I wanted to see more yeah. of. Like I wanted to see more standoffish Cad Bane moments. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to see more Boba Fett. You Boba, know, yeah. and we got a decent amount of action with Boba. Like Absolutely. we should we should say that. Like we we did. We got some mm-hmm. pretty good action with him oh, and Mando. Okay. Like that was pretty cool. But so honestly, uh, my my biggest thing with this this battle, the side characters just didn't hit for me. The the cyber teens don't get redemption. You texted me that this week. Like I had watched it before you, Jeremy, and I and I said, Have you watched it? You said no. And I I didn't provide any other information other than Cyber Teens don't do it for me. It's like no there's no redemption in like their like storytelling ability within this in the spin move it's all over twitter man all the spin move i feel bad because i mean there are a lot of unnecessary spins in star wars in general but Mm -hmm. like i don't know was that was that entirely necessary (laughs) no no, yeah it just looks so so ridiculous i just want i wrote down my thoughts for it right it's it's just like a basic review it's just like so much of the show is defined by like big like moments Mm -hmm. you know uh you're not meant to expect i feel like by episode by the end of episode two, you're going to be like, okay, this is like a moment-driven show. You know, you're not meant to be encapsulated from scene to scene, kind of thing. You're just waiting for that, like, oh shit moment. You know? Yeah, because I mean, it, it does. I think a lot of the show went in with was trying to fill in gaps, and I mm-hmm. think that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Is these, I these like big events that fill in the gaps. But go on. I mean, I said that the only real story to be found is like Mando and Grogu. Really, I agree. <laughs> I agree. it's it's. I mean, because what's what was Boba's story? He tried to rise to power. People didn't like that, and then he fought him. 
Yeah, pretty much. And and I uh, the whole time he was like, "These are my people. Like, like this what, is my city." I'm like, "Is it? I These know. people turned on you. And I know. Wanted you out. The, <laughs> like, the thing is, it, it was very confusing to be like, "This is my city." I'm like, "What are you trying to like? What are you trying to do here?" Seriously, I I was just like, kinda... "What's the motivation for you ruling exactly. this place?" Exactly. I would have rather a story where he had gone back to Camino. <laughs> No, <laughs> like Those I, long I just, neck motherfuckers. Yeah, oh my God. literally. But I'm just like I. I don't know. This series left me a lot with. I mean, of course, we we released our scores. Like mm-hmm. you, you gave it a seven point seven. I get. I gave it a seven point five, and it really just. I have to. I have to clarify something about my score. My seven point seven. I was telling Luke, who's going to be on the show next week. I was telling Luke, hey, mm-hmm. the only reason I gave it a seven point seven was I think it got like a full point to point and a half. By involving the Mandalorian and Grogu, absolutely, it did. Those that two episode stretch accounted for like that point and a half yeah. that I give it. it. If that if I were to be like, okay, may give it the benefit of the doubt, and of those two episodes with Mando were just Boba instead, yeah, if they were just Boba, this series would have been like a six point five. Yeah, for me, hundred percent. I I definitely went in scoring this, and I was like, this is probably where it's going to land. Is mm-hmm. like a sixty five, sixty percent. But I mean, yeah, like you said, those two episodes, like the Mandalorian lore episode, mm-hmm. where we see all these cameos, that episode, it really just brought the series back for me. And yeah, yeah I mean, in the truest sense, Boba became a footnote in this series. Like, yeah. I really didn't care about his character, like character. Because when much. you think about it, right now, what are people talking about? Mandalorian, like Mandalorian season three. I'm super excited where this leaves us. Yeah, you know, in their story, I'm really excited to see Mandalorian season three. And the last thing I'll note for, uh, last thing I really have to say about Boba Fett is I loved the King Kong moment. Yes, I totally noticed that. I'm like, oh, like King Kong. I'm like, when he was climbing up the thing. Yeah, I'm like, this is really blatant. (laughs) No, the thing that 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 really pushed it over the edge of like shoving it in your face as a reference was when he when the Rancor climbed up like that tower. Yeah. And then he's climbing up, and then you're like, oh, he's kind of climbing up like King Kong. Yeah. And then he, like, leans off the building and goes, like a, like, like a big fucking ape or something. Yeah, and, and I'm like, oh. It and he does the, like, and I'm like, okay. that's a print. That's I get blatant. It. You're yeah. shoving it. To there me. was, <laughs> oh, my God, Jeremy. What? I have to talk about this one editing part. Or, I just got to say, go ahead. Uh, Robert Rod- Rod- Rodriguez is just, he's not my star- favorite Star Wars director. Fair enough. I mean, There's but, yeah. There's a out there that doesn't work for me. He really wanted to push for these, that like, oh, colorful Star Wars. They just don't fit. I'm they don't sorry. fit. Uh, they just but don't fit. there was a part within the show. It was at the end where, uh, I think Mando was fighting the Rancor or Gro- it was something to do with the Rancor, right? No, it, I think it was when the Rancor was fighting that second robot. Yeah. Right after the like, the rebels or whatever were behind that wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a part where. Uh, the Rancor got the shield down or whatever, right? And then <laughs> they all stopped shooting. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he gets on top of him, they stop shooting. There's a, there's a specific cut. There's a specific cut where the shield goes down and he's and it's fighting, it's fighting, it's fighting, and he yeah. throws it. And then it just cuts back to them looking over the wall like this. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. I remember that shot. And I'm just, I was just sitting there. I'm like, I said, well, shoot it. What are we doing? I was, I was, saying, I was yelling. Shoot the fucking thing! Why are we just standing here looking at it? I I, I laughed because I'm like, bro, they're actually just watching the show right now, like me. They really are, yeah. It definitely felt like 
piece of the story just stopped moving when the camera wasn't on them. Yeah. And I I think my my biggest criticism going out of this show that I think kind of encapsulates all my other criticisms is, Mm -hmm. like, this show just can't decide what it wanted to be. Yeah. Like, it just really could. Did it want to be a lead-in for Mandalorian Season 3? Did it want to be a Western? Mm -hmm. Did it want to, you know, meld all these different kinds of of Star Wars material? Like, I just don't think it ever really figured out the tone. It just didn't. It's, like, the story... The first like two stories, I feel like if you were to tell it from an editing a- aspect, it, it should have started with Mando or not Mando or Boba in the desert. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have cut to him, like in the palace yet. They should have told that Tuscan story maybe in an episode, mm-hmm. possibly an episode and a half, and then put it right back into the present time. Because the flashbacks for me kind of like it killed momentum to say, "All right, he's here." And then flashback for those two episodes and be like, oh, by the way, he was really good friends with the Tuscans. Like, where, did that come back? I mean, the antagonist of the story was meant to be the Pike Syndicate, right? Yeah. But he just, like, he was on screen, like, two times. Yeah, my thing, this, like, big reveal of, like, oh, the the Pikes actually, yeah. they killed your your Tuscan family. I'm like, I, I don't really get the sense that he cares all that yeah. <laughs> much. No, like, I get not. that it's his core motivator mm-hmm. and, like, that's cool, but... Honestly, yeah, I think motivation is my biggest issue with Boba's yeah, character. Like, true. I just don't know what is motivating him to do what he's doing at all. Is it just being a bounty hunter and, like, being dangerous? Like, I, I just don't get that, yeah. honestly. Uh, I'm going to say my final thought, and you can add on to it if you like. I'm, but, done. I'm done. Okay. I'm but it was, <laughs> the, I mean, we had a lot of action in this last episode. We did. But a lot of it was goes into that, like, it was kind of unmotivated. It was. It, I mean, a lot of it was just, like, Shoot, 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 explosion. Let's yeah. cut back to Boba. <laughs> it's like action for action's sake. I know, I know. I'm like, oh, well, why? I'm, I'm, I'm being like, well, what does that do? Like, how does that affect the people? How does that affect the characters? And, they're, and, they're, and they were just running and running and running and running and running, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, it, and it goes back to the thing about motivation. Like, why are we doing this yeah. right now? Why is this happening like, to us? I, like, it, it tried to make it a street-level story. Yeah. And it is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. Some parts of this just don't. Like, it just was an uncomfortable final yeah. fight. I was just like, this is this seems. Man, we have nothing but if. bad things to say about this. Yeah. Keep in mind, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. it. Yeah, the it mindless fun Wars, was fun. And yeah. it was Star Wars. And we got to see Mandalorian and the Grogu reunion. Yeah. And it, it was super fun. It is a 7.7. You know, it might win something. It's enjoyable. Yeah, that's where it sat for me, too. Mm-hmm. That, like, it, it, it might win something. You know, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's Star Wars. Uh, eventually, you're going to get something for Star Wars. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, yeah. N- nothing super special for me. Are you, you want to move on to Peacemaker? R.P. Cad Bane? Yeah, let's move, move oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just ignored that. Yeah, Cad Bane totally fucked up. I just. Uh... I mean, that was such a cool character for me in, mm-hmm. in, in the Clone Wars, and I just, he, I don't know, they did him dirty, I, I feel like, with this episode. They, they just had to find a way to be like, also, this is what happened to Cad Bane. Yeah. In case you, like, because he was in the Bad Batch, right? I didn't watch yeah, the show. Yeah, I think for, like, uh, the very, I didn't finish it, but I think at the very end, yeah, he, he showed he up. He was in the Bad Batch, yeah. So I bet everyone's like, oh, where's Cad Bane now, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I would have liked to get a little better of a story from mm-hmm. him. Like, I would have liked him have gotten a little like more involved a little earlier on yeah i think that would have made it a little more compelling but all right but let's move on to peacemaker wow 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 Wow. this episode man uh first of all the start is 
I wrote down mm-hmm. it is gut wrenching. That is that was yeah. really sad. Like if you get into this episode, you are actually gonna get sad in, yeah. the, in these moments. Like mm-hmm. I that was that is a hardcore origin story. Like oh my gosh, Super yeah. The uh, obvious satisfying moments. I I loved to see uh, a solid beatdown of a racist. That yeah. was awesome. Oh my that god, that was great. Everyone coming it. together, and he just. <laughs> I mean. I would have shot him way earlier. But Peacemaker, <laughs> Peacemaker being like, uh, just letting him talk and then crying yeah. and, then, and then shooting. I was like, damn. Yeah, I, I think. John Cena's a really good actor. He is. <laughs> I'm like, I, I still, like, I'm, I'm convinced already that I've gotten six episodes of good acting from John Cena and I'm mm-hmm. still surprised. <laughs> like, yeah. he's still reaching new heights for me. I'm like, Whoa, the emotion. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh I've my been God. watching this for like six episodes already. Why? <laughs> well, I'm still saying it. Yeah, but I oh my gosh, that that first scene really set the tone for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Like in this episode, just quick rattling off the things that we got. Mern's dead. Mern's just completely dead. Augie is dead. Eagly almost died. Almost died. Uh, I, I gasped when honestly smacked Eagly to the ground. I was kind of scared because I was like. Is Vigilante about oh, to die here? Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, that was the it. thing is, I was going going into this series, going into this episode, and especially seeing the tone that they set, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, nobody is safe. Like, yeah, so not. all these characters could die right here. Yeah, like, um, I do like still what they're doing with Leota's character. I think I just feel bad for her. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, tough situation. Yeah, tough situation. Yeah, you lose your job at the dog shelter. What's your next option? Mercenary, right? That's it. Your mom's Amanda Waller. Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Come on, if you're good at it, you're good at it. Right? Yeah, uh, I do like the one parallel that I kind of found when I was watching this was Mern dying for the team. It very much feels like that moment in the first Avengers movie. Where Phil yeah, Coulson it dies. brings them all together. Yeah, I it's was like kind of that too. that's the push that they need. Yeah, like I they bring, they bring them all together. Everyone's like, R.I.P. and then also Harcourt is becoming one of my favorites in this show. Yeah. She's, she's, she's her hard shell is kind of becoming like you're breaking down that wall. Yeah. You know? it's, it's like all these characters are kind of breaking down that wall where like she's like standoffish and stuff. Where yeah, she's finally starting to like trust people a little bit more. So. Yeah, I I I'm really enjoying her character. I thought. Her acting with the in that scene mm-hmm. with Mern dying was really really good, really good. Yeah, I'm excited to see the cow reveal. I was kind of like blown away by the, <laughs> oh my god the giant ass alien. I, I was, was expecting like not that. I don't know what not I was at all. Expecting, no, but it's just like the biggest fucking abomination you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I mean, sitting below that farm. That's what I was left with at the end of this episode. I'm like. How are they going to beat that? That's enormous. Like, I know it looks like a giant baby. Yo, did I not call, like, Vigilante coming in and saying, there's gaps in the armor? You did say that. I did totally say that. I said said he was going to kill him, though, but no. He he totally saw that. That would have been satisfying. But, I mean, we we got the ultimate satisfaction satisfaction Mm -hmm. with his death, Augie's death. But, yeah, I love that coming back and you being right about that. Like, I told you there were gaps in the armor. (laughs) And he, like, stabs and, like... I, I, I love how badass Vigilante is. He's so cool. Like, he's great, honestly. Where, where this, I mean, let's have a strong ending, you know? Yes. No mindless action for cameo. Maybe a cameo, but let's just, like, 
finish strong with these characters that we have. Please. I, 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 I have no doubt James Gunn will do it right. Yeah. I really don't. But, I mean, yeah, that was the one thing that I'm I'm really hyped to see the yeah. finale for this because I – Peacemaker like, being so, am, like, ambiguous, like, I don't know anything about that character. I haven't gay. bothered he's to look into too. it. Is he really? Yeah. When oh. he was, like, beating him down, do you remember how he said, you slept with horror – or like horror women or something like that mm. and he, and, and oh men. yeah he, he said did and say men. That. yeah i'm like whoa peacemakers bye sick vigilante came in vigilante makes sense <laughs> i, I ship that oh dude but um yeah no i think that uh for him being such a a random character from comics like i haven't bothered to do any research on him like mm-hmm. i have no idea where this story is gonna go no, and no that clue. that is the most exciting part about this finale for me the thing is i'm gonna say this right now yeah. unless it completely jumps a shark and i don't know like becomes the most horrible ending of all time yeah this show stands above boba fett for me oh easily easily <laughs> easily easily uh for me honestly already this show is kind of daredevil tier like that it's super i mean it's yeah really good. it's superhero like, tv and it's, yeah. it's just it stands out more than any other show mm-hmm. it, it's special it's very it very special we, we we don't get that all that often you know yeah no yeah right. i i do before we move on i feel like i'm tempting fate by saying this but i think at this point eagle has plot, plot armor i don't think james gunn will do it to him you will i don't think he's do gonna him. die in the next episode please don't james gunn <laughs> um called it <laughs> uh but we can move on to our first uh our first set of films here for yes. the Batman countdown. That, we got the Michael Keaton films, Batman 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure when the second one came out, but it's Batman Returns, mm-hmm. uh, starring you know David, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, yeah. What did what, what's your what's your for me? Uh, I don't remember where you were at, but mm-hmm. he he landed at number four on my list for for the I, Batman. I don't remember where I put him. That's fine, but um, sure. yeah, I mean, it, it, watching these movies. It it really reconfirms the the placement for me. I I just like it's enjoyable and it's iconic, but at the same time, I'm just like, uh, you know, it was it was all right. It was good. No, Jeremy. See, you're not looking at it the proper way. Let me tell you, this movie came out in 1989. This is like the first live action Batman film since Adam West. Okay. True. Adam West. Batman, I mean, yeah, the surfing shark repellent Batman. Okay, <laughs> this is a serious take. I feel like every single like new take on Batman, it always starts with this is a dark take. Like I mean, <laughs> it just it's keeps bad. getting darker. It just keeps getting darker, or everyone's just the same amount of dark. Yeah. So, but this one, Tim Burton, classic, just weird guy, right? Decided to take on a superhero film. Yeah. And he just made it all black. Pretty much. But without like the people, because he apparently doesn't like black people in his movies. Fair enough. Uh, uh, you said fair enough? Sorry, not fair enough. Whoa. Not fair enough. Not Whoa. fair enough. <laughs> uh, not fair enough. I mean, uh, fair enough, y'all. Okay, all right. Unbelievable. You want to retract that statement? Not what I statement? meant to say. I do want to retract that statement. Okay, keep going. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely can see that. It's pretty evident in all, all of his yeah, movies. He, but... <laughs> he doesn't like the the way that, like, skin color, like, goes against his dark background. So he o- always chooses the palest fucking people of all time. Movie. honestly i've just kind of heard that also, tim burton is a, just a mean person yeah i will say like his bruce wayne moments don't particularly land for me no not at all i mean i like him as batman and again it's iconic like mm-hmm. but my my biggest likes about these two movies just sum up 
Jack Nicholson's Joker. Jack Nicholson. Oh that's my it. god, he carries. That's, that's he really carries, yeah. Bro. Honestly, that's that's the only thing about these movies that really stand out as super good quality. Yeah. To me. Um, I mean, what would you give this movie on like one to ten on our scale? What would you give it? I would probably give that first Batman like an eight. That was yeah. It's it, it's in that eight range for me. Yeah, and you know? I, I mean, Batman Returns kind of drops, uh, not considerably, but a little bit. Probably at that like seven point four, seven point five mm-hmm. area. Because I mean, I'm just like, there's actually I I wanted to bring this up because I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. So in the first Batman, there's a lot of killing. The, like this Batman does a lot of killing with his Batmobile. He has machine guns and rockets like shooting everywhere and stuff. He does. So, like at one point when he's like, the streets are just going crazy, right? Like, uh, oh, is this the first one or the second one? He, he, the he, third act where uh, Jack Nicholson's like going down the parade. Oh no, I must be talking about the second. The movie, second yeah. one? Are you talking about the one where like the the people are like coming out of presence and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The second one. Yeah. That's the second one. Okay, yeah, I got confused for a second, but yeah, first one is it, it just kind of set that standard that I think that uh, we saw like ten years later in the first Spider-Man Raimi films, where it's just like it can be yeah dark and gritty, and it it, it can be just good it can be a good movie yeah again i one of the things i didn't notice when we went into this like yeah it is just getting darker every single time yeah like this this batman film i would say it looks the darkest that's coming out all right let's move on to number two uh batman returns there are a lot of reasons this movie doesn't work for me at all Whoa. okay um, what is that they're all Danny DeVito. <laughs> the penguin. I, oh, shit. I like bro, how he transforms a in that in role. This movie. He transforms. He does. I, I think that, you know, I, I get it. He's a disturbing character and it's mm-hmm. a disturbing take, but this just made me plain uncomfortable. Like yeah. this, this was just a little too far for me. Too Can gross. you imagine kids watching this? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I watched it when I was kind of a kid. Like I was like a, 11 or 12 when i first saw this movie you're like oh like this oh, is no, gross like i'm watching you. a grown man eat a fish oh my god is that like it's it's really gross like i and again i get it filmmaking choice make mm-hmm. him a gross character he's unsettling like i get it but it's just like too far way too far man my i think Pull my favorite part this the, batman returns is just I, I i there's a reason they didn't make a third one like no. tim burton like i think or the studio wanted a third one because it was so successful, right? In a trilogy, you always yeah. Trilogy. It, it's three is always a nice three is a magic number kind of thing, you yeah. know. But I feel like there are problems within this movie that seem small but are like actually huge, you know? Yeah. Uh, in the in the real like in the real sense where it's like I didn't feel like Michael Keaton was as crazy about this one as he was about the last one because there are some crazy takes. Yeah. In this movie, specifically with the penguin and stuff, yeah. <laughs> where you're like, uh, okay. I yeah, I like a lot of his Batman and films. Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, and Catwoman being like totally insane. I didn't hate Catwoman. In this I movie, like honestly. Catwoman is usually like she was pretty good. She kind of usually matches like the vibe of Batman. Like, oh, we're like vigilantes in a way. Oh, but this true. one, she's just straight up like she's kind of like a zombie. Yeah, like a, like some sort of like witch or something like that i mean she's like well i mean her whole character is driven by revenge Mm -hmm. for um you know i can't remember his name but uh you know like the business tycoon like he it's all driven for revenge and yeah and i i mean it's it's really good like Mm -hmm. i i like i like catwoman a lot i think she her her storyline's pretty unique in this compared Mm -hmm. to what we usually get which is that kind of parallel but yeah i mean yeah i i just this movie doesn't work for me this one was like a a, a, a 7.2 for me 
Yeah. It's just a, it's it's not bad. Again, no. it's just a little on the lower tier. Yeah, I have some like I'm not a fan. some Easter eggs to talk about though. Okay. Go so ahead. the first one is when they're in the streets and like Batman's taking down those criminals and stuff like that. Which one? The okay. Yeah, it, it's like there's actually a reference in the background. Oh, there is. There's a reference because it's like they're wearing masks and they're wearing like crazy stuff, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, in the background, there's actually like uh, a reference to another very popular franchise, Jeremy. What's that? Someone is wearing a Darth Vader helmet. Really? Someone is wearing a Darth Vader. Helmet. Are you telling me is it like a, like one of the random criminals running around? They're just wearing a Darth Vader, Darth helmet? Vader helmet. Like it's a whole. Yeah, just just the helmet, none of like the cape or anything. But yeah, they have the Darth Vader helmet That's on. Surprising. It. I want to go back and look for yeah. that. Yeah, you, you, I mean, yeah, all everyone watching, go back and look for that for sure. I would love but to. The other one that I want to see, it's so funny. The eye makeup part uh, that I'm very excited to see, like this upcoming Batman film, 2022. Yeah. The eye makeup thing was like so like hidden and they didn't want anyone to know that batman was wearing eye makeup yeah and, I mean, and you remember you when he rips it. off his mask he yeah. like rips off the rubber it's like he starts ripping off the rubber in one shot and then they cut to like catwoman or i think it is right yeah yeah and then they cut back eye makeup's gone yeah and then he takes it off he's like no eye makeup just michael keaton's face you're like wait why are his eyes all black around because i mean it's easy to see right because yeah. i mean the eye holes in keaton's it's costume big. is huge they're big like you can really see the that but his i eyes think are color i think in. it's so funny that they had to do some movie magic and just like cut it before you could see his eye <laughs> Not makeup the eye makeup we like, can't see it and don't wear makeup i'm just like, can't see that i'm just like what's the point of yeah that? Like, but yeah I, go I back go back and look for uh you know that little eye makeup thing or whatever it's like yeah. it's very easy to be like oh yeah he just takes off the mask but also you're like his eye makeup and also the darth vader helmet you gotta look back for that one. i do want to say i am gonna go back and yeah you gotta go back i'll put it up in the in the video a little clip of it yeah you can see it all right let's move on to that might have been too quiet for the mic to pick up. Oh, Oscar, Oscar picks. picks. Oscar We're picks. moving on We're to Oscar, doing Oscar picks. picks. Okay. Right. So yeah. I, I am just going to read off categories, read off the names real quick, and we're just going to give our, our picks. Okay. We're not, we're not going to talk too, too much about everything because there are, like a lot of people, there are a lot of movies on here. Ben and I have not seen. Mm-hmm. Like, we have not seen Coda at all. What the fuck is that film? I have no idea. No clue. Um, but anyway, we're going to start with an uh, actor in a leading role. Uh, we've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. I want to see uh, Andrew Garfield win it. Me too. I, I see have it. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I, I want it. Andrew Garfield to win, right? But do you think Will Smith will take it? Yeah, I mean, they love their – oh, wait. I keep forgetting that Andrew Garfield is a bio – like Tick, Tick, Boom is a biopic. It is, yeah. I wanted to say like, oh, the Oscars love the fucking biopic. They so do. That is true. I want Andrew Garfield to win, but I don't know. I, I do think I, – I will say I want Andrew Garfield to win. I think Will Smith will win. He, will King win. Richard – his performance in King Richard was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, all right. Actor in a supporting role. Uh, we've got, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that name, actually. It's a supporting uh, character for Belfast. Uh, last name is Hines. Ciaran is my guess. Uh, Troy oh. Troy Kotsur for Coda. Mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons in Being the Ricardos. And Cody Smith McPhee for Power of the Dog. Let's just say not Bradley Cooper and not Jared Leto. Yeah, okay, agreed. Um, but I don't know. I like. I, this... Wait, was Jared Leto... Uh, what's that nominated no oh i don't know why i said jared leto <laughs> like, why did i say jared leto i just agreed because i was like I, I don't know what he's talking about but uh, all right <laughs> yeah not not jared leto <laughs> no I, I i mean i plain plain to see why he didn't get nominated for this yeah. but um, Very true. 
I really don't know with this category. I mean, I've only seen The Power of the Dog on this list out of Belfast Coda and Being the Ricardos. I haven't seen those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Jesse Plemons really deserves the – he's in it for like 10, 12, maybe 15 I mean, minutes at the most. I supporting role, man. I mean, yeah, but like his character doesn't really do much. I mean, all I'm going to say is from what, I, what I've seen about like Belfast, yeah. this, is, this is all just – there's no educated guess here. No. This is just me going on my gut feeling. Sure. I think the person from Belfast is going to win that You one. think so? I think they're going to win it. I guess I'll go with Cody Smith McPhee from Power of the Dog because it's the only one I've seen, and he was pretty mm-hmm. good in that movie. All but, right. All right. Uh, for actress in a leading role, we've got Jessica Chastain in mm-hmm. the Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yo, cool question. You see any of these movies? Uh, I saw a little bit of Spencer. Uh-huh. Uh, I do know I, I'm picking Kristen Stewart for this category. Okay. I do think she can probably win it. I'm I'm picking Nicole Kidman because she pops up. She pops up in <laughs> the AMC. Oh Jesus! The, <laughs> the AMC little trailer ad, yeah. telling me to go to AMC when I'm sitting in AMC. Of course. It's it so stupid because I know that bitch doesn't go to AMC. Bro. <laughs> so that's how good at acting oh she gosh. is. She makes me want to go to AMC when she won't go herself. Actress in a leading role. Yeah, I'm going with Kristen Stewart. I think mm. she. I, I. She's getting a lot of buzz for me. That's the yeah. only reason. I, I really think she might deserve it this year. Um, who do you Who do you have? You have Nicole Kidman. I have Nicole Kidman. <laughs> for the Either AMC Ricardo's, ad. That's 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 the I Love Lucy movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for actress in a supporting role, we've got Jesse Buckley. Uh, for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for Judy The Power Dench. of the Dog, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Anjanu Illis for um, King, King Richard. Richard. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry if I'm not. Um, I'm, again, going to go with uh, The Power of the Dog, the only one I've seen out of these. You know what? Me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go me with too. Kirsten Dunst. I, but she was actually really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she was good. Like, she she plays this kind of... Uh, this mom that kind of falls into drunken habits, mm-hmm. like, and she portrays it very well. Like, I wholly believable the whole time. Right. Uh, animated feature film, we've got Encanto. Encanto. Me encanto. Uh, Flea. Me encanto. Uh, Luca. Uh, I'm choosing Encanto. The Mitchells versus the Machines and Ryan the Last Dragon. Oh, my God. I, 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 I have been waiting for Mitchells versus the Machines to get this nomination because I want them to win so bad. That I mean, movie was so good. It was a. Am- I love that movie so much. It's it's very. It really quickly became a comfort movie. It tells such a satisfying family tale. It really oh, does. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be some cringe millennial tale about Me technology. Me too. But then it was like actually like. Good. It's, it just has so much heart. Yeah. I can't help but so like much this heart. movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, for cinematography, I think this one's kind of a known brainer. But Macbeth. Of course. Um, yeah, but uh, Macbeth is on there. Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side you, Story, Power of the Dog, uh, Nightmare Alley, and Dune. I'm going with Dune. I mean, Dune has good visual effects, but the cinematography is... I'm going with Dune. The cin- cinematography is what you do on camera, Jeremy. Oh, is it? Not in post on a computer. So I'm saying Macbeth is going to win. Okay. Is that right, guys? <laughs> okay no response Thank you. uh no I'm, I'm definitely i'm going with dune you're going I, dune? I mean yeah visual effects it'll probably take that category for sure mm-hmm. but like i don't know i really satisfying like camera work in, in in dune i i loved every every single shot in that movie honestly 
Say what you will. Maybe it's just me. Sorry. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, costume design, we've got Cruella, Serrano, Dune. Uh, I said Dune. Nightmare Alley and West Side Dune. Story. I said Dune. I think Dune as well. Dune. Uh, for well, you can't beat sci-fi fucking costumes. You really can't. I mean, when it's done that well. Yeah. It really was real. done very well. Uh, for directing, we've got uh, Belfast, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Kenneth Bra- Branagh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drive My Car, uh, Rai... Ryusuke Hamaguchi, uh, Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson, Not that one. Uh, The Power of the Dog, uh, Jane Campion, and West Side Story by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Ben does not like Licorice Pizza. I hated Licorice Pizza. Yeah, he hates that movie. Terrible film. <laughs> um, that is real. That is truly not cinema. Yeah. That is not cinema. Uh, for for directing, I I think Steven Spielberg actually has a shot here. Like, yeah. I didn't see this movie, but it got really good reviews. Yeah. Like, people liked this movie a lot. So, I mean... Hey, maybe he gets it. I don't see anyone else really is standing it the, is out it on this. Is it Steven Spielberg who's in that Oscar stat where it's like he's been thanked more than God yes. in Oscar speeches? Yes, he has. Yeah. What does he do when he gets up there? Does he say God a couple know. times? I don't know. <laughs> try, to, try to even the odds? Uh, maybe. I, I'll, say, I'll say Steven Spielberg because I know his name. Yeah, because I know his name. Uh, for documentary, I'm going to recommend we skip this category. Skip it. We don't know it. We, We're don't, just we just really point. don't know. Let's move on to, to like the big categories. Like picture. Let's see. Um, picture editing. You want to do film editing? Yeah, let's do film editing. Uh, don't Look Up, no. uh, Dune, Maybe. King Richard, mm-hmm. Power the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I love Tick, Tick, Boom's editing. I love it. Yeah, that. I think it's really good. I thought Don't Look Up was... It was kind of mid. It, a little, maybe a little less than that. Yeah, but I mean, I... I think Tick Tick Boom is also uh, is that your pick? Like, yeah, I think that's Tick, my Tick, pick. Boom. Yeah, Tick Tick Boom. Uh, let's see, uh, music. You want to do the the score? Yeah, score. Okay. Uh, Don't look up. Uh, Dune, no. Encanto, uh, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. I'm I'm going with Encanto. Like You're Dune. Encanto? Dune is really good, and it tonally score. Yeah, or soundtrack score. Oh, going... I see. I see. Score doesn't doesn't reference the songs in it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that if we're talking about score and not soundtrack, yeah, I definitely think that Dune kind of takes that category easily yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to Dune. Let's move on. For sure. Uh, music for uh, original song. Um, do you want to do this one? It's Encanto. Yeah, it's Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for best picture, I think this is like the one that we There's really like have 10 left movies, that right? we like. Um, There's 10 movies. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. For Best Picture, we have Belfast, uh, Coda, Don't Look Up, somehow got a nomination. I don't mm. really see why. Uh, Drive My Car, Dune, uh, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, uh, Nightmare Alley, uh, which I was surprised to see on here. I didn't think Nightmare Alley was going to get a nomination for Best Picture. Um, Power of the Dog and West Side Story. I've heard people say West Side Story. I'm be kind of disappointed. I've, I've heard honestly. people say West Side Story. Yeah, but when, oh, man, it's like it's like I don't think Coda has the name or like reputation to be like best picture, yeah. kind of because Os- the Oscars like to pick. It's like a combination of both, like yeah. reputation and quality. Yeah. So, I honestly, I mean, I think it might be Power of the Dog. I I honestly think it might be Power of the Dog. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. Jeremy, the Oscars don't care what we like. That's true. It's just a circle jerk of celebrities going, aren't we so good? Yeah, I guess so. So, I I, I just, Power of the Dog, like I watched it yesterday. mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't anything super special for me. I didn't, I don't always. It has the most nominations out of anyone, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, I it just like I, I maybe just don't like westerns. But I mean, yeah, I just power the dog. I I guess uh, if I'm picking what I want to win, mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably I'll probably pick Nightmare Alley. Honestly, like I'll pick Dune. You picked Dune. I, I would want Dune to win. No, no way. I, I would love for a sci-fi movie. No way they put to, like to sci-fi win. fantasy up on that standard. Like, oh my god, everyone! Hey, if Even... any any movie to do it though, I think this yeah. one has a lot of film yeah, appeal for too. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, We've got uh, just. I'm gonna run through these categories because okay. we're running a little a little long here. We'll mm-hmm. see if uh, we want to predict for any pro- production design. No, I, I I can't speak on any of that. Mm. That's just guessing. Animated short film. Don't know. Uh, live action short film. Don't know. Sound. Don't know. Visual effects. Oh, what are the visual effects? Spider Man. Uh, 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 Dune. Free Guy. Uh, no <laughs> time to die. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay. And Spider Man. No way home. Give me Spider Man. I'm going with Dune. It's probably gonna be Dune. Yeah, I just it's like, like Dune, and then every Marvel movie ever. <laughs> yeah, there there are there are some moments in Spider Man where I'm like, I don't that's know, that's a little too rounded. Like, Especially I, when uh, Andrew Garfield lands within day, he just yeah, goes, mm. yeah. I'm just like, eh. okay. all right. Well, what else is there of any uh, importance? Writing adapted screenplay, original screenplay, Ooh, and original screenplay, original. Yeah, what's what was that? Uh, we've got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I'm going with King Richard here, I think. What was the first one? The first one? Uh, Belfast. Belfast, you gotta win it. You think Belfast? Belfast, you gotta win it. Okay. Here well, well uh, is that gonna do it for us? Yeah, well, there you go, guys. That's all That's all of our Oscar picks. That's everything. That's everything. I, mean, I can't ever talk again. Hey, that's, okay. it's fine. It's Whatever. Fine. We're gonna see you next week, alright? Yeah. Remember to follow us on social media. Uh, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Boom. Yeah. Everything. YouTube. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Nolan Batman films. Nolan. And Uncharted. Wait, sorry. Correction. We're not Nolan yet. We are, we are jumping into Batman Forever. Oh, And Batman and Robin, the Val Kilmer and uh, uh, George Clooney. I know. But, um... Yeah, uh, next week we've got – I know just two things that we have We have coming. We have uh, that and uh, Uncharted comes out this Uncharted. week. Uh, and hey. we'll likely have a little, a little guest star. A little guest. A little guest star for you. All right. Uh, well, that's going to be it. All right. Have a good day. See you guys Bye. next week. Bye. Well.